we the people of the United States to form a more perfect union, secure the blessings of liberty, establish the Constitution. Hello friends and welcome to We The People Show. This is your host Tiger and um, how are you doing today Bradley? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Pretty good. Now last week we covered I believe it was the Trump endorsements, Donald J. Trump and the 2022 midterms. Now that is out of the way and uh, this Sunday it's Father's Day. Um Bradley, how do you feel about that day so far? Oh, um, well, it's a very important day. Um, I'm going to celebrate it with my dad, actually, this weekend. So I'm going to be visiting him, and we're going to go to a baseball game, an Astros game, actually. Nice. It's going to be a – it's been a while since I've been to an Astros game in person, not since 2019, actually. That time it was with um, analyst AJ. So anyway, um, I hope and you enjoy that game with your dad and um, just just brace for the high gas prices as I know you'll be traveling back home, to back to our hometown, right, Houston? Yeah. Well, I'll be flying, so don't worry about that. It's like, I guess, a very short flight you're taking from Central Texas to Houston. Yeah, I think it's like half an hour. <laughs> Damn. You see, folks, that's how... Um, we change our travel travel method. Thanks a lot, Joe Biden, who's going to just keep on bl- 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 blaming Putin for the price hike. Oh, well, I, I would have uh, driven there, but I was worried my car would break down again. Oh. Like uh, that one trip to Dallas. Oh, gosh, yeah, where you had to call the the guy, you know. Yeah, you know, I got it fixed, but, you know, I'm worried something like that will happen again. <laughs> okay, I guess, folks, that's understandable, man. And as for nice, so am I. Since my car is uh, about to be a decade old next year, and uh, to save the trouble, I I uh, listened to my folks' suggestion just look at new cars now. For now, my dream vehicle is a pickup, but for now, I decided to hold off on not buying it for now because you know we also heard that there's a there's a rise in theft of catalytic converters and they. These bastards target trucks, which is the yikes. So for now, I'll just switch to maybe another SUV. I'm looking at a Ford or Chevy, I think. Switching from Volkswagen, yeah. And trucks also take up a lot of gas. Yeah, that's true. It's not a great time to buy it either with the prices right now. Definitely not. (laughs) At least I have a Nissan, so they're a little better with gas mileage. Yeah. And folks, as I as I was going to say, um, this Father's Day, I am also going to be in touch with my dad. I mean, I uh, technically went last well, a couple weeks ago, and uh, that was one of the. I mean, y'all kind of know, folks. It was that visit when I recorded a Trump endorsements episode with Bradley. Yeah, I was in Houston, as I said at the beginning of that one. So yeah, and I'm not gonna go again. Actually, one, it's gas, and two, uh, my folks will be coming to see me the next. I think the last weekend of June, anyway. So just to save our, save us time. I'm probably just gonna keep in touch with them by video chat. 
And yeah, there you go. And the purpose, folks, of this uh, Father's Day episode is that we kind of want to give a short discussion of uh, how we stand with our dads politically. Now, I know I did a whole episode about relations with my dad last uh, Father's Day 2021. I figure, hey, why not include you and Mr. David Taylor? Now, Bradley, how does, how are you and Dad getting your dad getting along, like politically? Oh, um, I mean, I guess it's not too bad. Um, uh, but it does kind of seem like uh, he confuses me sometimes because, like, it seems like he agrees with me about Biden being a terrible president with the inflation and such, but uh. But then he, uh, he's like, but, you know, it can't all be his fault. And, you know, even though he's not doing a great job, it's our duty to stand behind the president. And I'm like, uh, no. I mean, if, if he's doing a terrible job, I'm not going to support him. I'm going to want to vote, uh, vote his ass out. <laughs> um, mm. But, like, I, I don't know what he means, like, stand behind him. Like, I'll, stand by, I'll always stand behind the Constitution, but... If there's a really bad president in power, then I'm uh, I'm gonna wanna vote them out, and uh, I'll be criticizing them most of the time. Hmm. Yeah, I guess uh, that makes sense. And you know, I've just funny since my dad, like he doesn't confuse me. He just makes his point very clear in a very, you know, cringe manner because he's. Kind of like his position is obviously, you know, our it's the same as our mutual friend Aaron's position, except it's more extreme, more left. And yeah, but one thing we kind of, my dad and I kind of agree for sure is um, the last time I was home was that the Democrats are screwed this November because Biden is saying one thing and then he does another and he's just confusing everyone, including possibly himself. Definitely himself, sadly. And, yeah, the Dems are screwed this November. And they likely are, too, for 2024. And that's what my dad agreed upon. And um, I also learned that, okay, so my parents, they live in the United States long enough to qualify for for citizenship. I mean, but they don't want to uh, switch to the U.S. passport. So they, they're still, you know, holding Chinese citizenship, and and I learned that even if my dad switched to U.S. citizenship, he's still, he's he's still gonna remain, a, I guess, technically a registered independent, uh, kind of like progressive, but more extreme, more left than the progressives. He, I at first I thought he would be a Democrat, but I realized he he wouldn't like the Democrats either. They didn't go far enough as what you know the chinese government does so yeah he wouldn't be a democrat either if he were to become a u.s citizen he would just he just despise both parties now uh bradley i I take it that david here is also independent in a way um yeah he's a center right independent um I'd say he's definitely like a Mc- McCain-Romney type Republican, because uh, like, uh, I and I think he still likes Bush, but he he's not a fan of Trump. But uh, he still votes for Republican. Um, 
But then, like, he criticizes the Democrats a lot, too, so he's, uh, he's pro-life, but he's very anti-gun, and uh, uh, he's very pro-free market, low taxes, uh, so it's, uh, but, and he's also, he's very anti-intervention, it seems like, so it's kind of hard to tell like, exactly where he stands, but I'd say overall, like, uh, like, kind of rhino-ish Republican. Mm, I guess. I guess it would make sense that you were right from the beginning uh, when you called your dad's political positions more, a bit confusing. <laughs> so yeah. there's that. You kind of yeah. you kind of elaborated on that. Yeah. Sorry, um, I cut you off. What were you going to say? Oh, I wasn't going to add anything else. Gotcha. Oh yeah, by the way, folks, um, I've Bradley and Bradley. I've seen the movie. I saw the movie uh, called Two Thousand Mules." I know I've said I didn't want to see it, but since this group is holding an event in a hotel close to me, I figured why not check it out. I'm just kind of curious. And out on a rating scale one to ten, I'll give it about seven out of ten. And it talked a lot about a, you know, the 2020 election and and widespread fraud. Of course, the media and mainstream peeps are going to dismiss it, debunking it, saying, ooh, it makes the Trumpian people feel bad or feel good for themselves. That's partially true from what I can conclude, but it inspired me to look into, use 2020 as a model to, you know, fight for future uh, elections integrity to be, more, to be more specific. And the midterms are crucial for that for Republicans to, to you know, make it harder to cheat and easier to vote. So follow the Georgia and Texas model and Florida. So there's that, right. Bradley, that I can tell you from watching 2,000 Mules. Gotcha. And, well, I might check it out sometime. Yeah, for sure. Uh, just check it on their website, 2000mules.com. It's probably over ready in terms of playing at select theaters but just keep an eye out for like you know groups holding movie nights for it and they actually do have dvd sales but it's all up to you on however whichever method you pick to watch it so yeah right. i'll recommend it gotcha well, i might check it out cool now uh bradley a, a bit on the, the midterms situation right uh as we are recording right now, folks, uh, it's election night for the select states. Um, Texas won special election, uh, the 34th congressional district, and two Nevada ones, Senate and um, governor. And the last two are South, South Carolina House districts. Now, Bradley, what is your uh, what is your take on those? Oh, well, I heard that those primaries were going on and. I've been kind of busy with work all day, so I've had time to, to check out the results so far. But uh, uh, last time I checked, uh, I saw that Tom Rice was getting beaten by uh, uh, Russell Fry. So uh, did Russell Fry end up winning the nomination? Uh, hold on. It's too early to call, apparently, from my from what I can see so far right now, folks, and Bradley, and yes, you're right, uh, Tom, 
Rice is getting is uh, is getting beat. It's he's behind way behind Russell Fry, the challenger. The Fry is at like forty close to fifty percent of the vote and and Congressman Rice is about twenty four point eight percent. So yep, uh Tom Rice is at risk of getting primary. Trying to look at these uh, results right now. Gotcha. It looks like Henry, Henry McMaster won his nomination for uh, South Carolina governor in the GOP primary. Didn't yeah. really have much competition. He was endorsed by Trump, I believe. Yeah, uh, I've seen. I watched a rally in which he endorsed, um, where Trump endorsed McMaster. And there's yeah, yeah the special election. Texas 34, Myra is leading uh, the next, the, the the runner up at that election so far, Dan Sanchez, Democrat. Uh, Sanchez is at 43.5%, and Flores is at 50.9%. But yep, she's projected to win, I believe. Uh, what's the percent of the vote? For Myra Flores, Texas 34, 50.9 right now, as she's leading. Uh, 73% reported, so there's still a lot to count. But I'm saying, of course, right now, uh, Myra's leading with 50.9%. That's, uh, that's, pretty, that's pretty good. That's really good. Yep, science. She might not even have to go to a runoff. She gets a majority. True. And she'll face, I think, yeah, Vincent Gar- Gonzalez. But this is weird, Bradley. Um, they, it's like, uh, I think what they call a jungle primary. Connect me, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. It's kind of like the California system, which they seem to lump Republicans and Democrats together in one big primary instead of having, you know, two primaries for the two parties. Right. Um, yeah, you're correct. Yeah, all the parties on one ballot. But if Maya Flores keeps above 50, then there won't even be a runoff, I believe. Right. And she'd win the election. Yeah, with that, she'll face Vincent Gar- Gonzalez, I believe. Yeah, he's running for a new district. Nice. Yep. So, wow, it's amazing, man. There's a lot of developments going on. And I'm, I just clicked on Nevada, and it seems like no results yet. Probably they just po- closed the poll a couple minutes ago, and they're just counting votes right now. So it will take some time before, you know, the map shows something. Right. So, yep, folks, there we have it. There's a sign that um, a red wave is near. So happy Father's Day for, you know, those with Republican dads. <laughs> I guess that technically considers um, uh, involves your father too, Bradley. Uh, yes. Happy Father's Day. Yeah. And sort of happy Father's Day towards my dad. Well, non politically, of course. Always love your dad regardless of what view they had. But in terms of politically, haha, dad, uh, your puppet president is a uh, is screwed because my party will take over congress come january 23 and uh, babysit joe biden who was uh, who was weak on china 
letting China uh, take advantage of us economically. So despicable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but then again, um, Dad feels like Biden is just, you know, um, not soft enough on China. Of course, he will feel that way. But it will turn around once uh, Republicans take back Congress. And even better, we install Trump. We elect Trump back in White House in 24. But that's a discussion for after the midterms. Right. Say, uh, Bradley... After uh, Father's Day, do you have any other plans for the rest of June this summer? Um, I have a June keep off from the from the company I work for, uh, which is nice. Pay holiday, I believe, and uh, I don't really have anything else planned. Right. I mean, it's summer. So uh, there's anything could happen. And um, this summer is particularly different, unfortunately, thanks to the inflation, gas prices. So I can understand why people I knew barely have any summer plans, thanks a lot to the cost, the increasing cost. And as for me, Bradley, I plan to fly out to Florida uh, at either Turning Point USA Student Action Summit specifically for Turning Point Action, their elections um, division, but also possibly wanting to go to um, the Young Americans for Liberty, the Libertarian Groups Conference in August. But now that I think about it, I changed my mind. First of all, I can't find anyone to go with. And second of all, it's all the cost, thanks to this inflation. Yeah, those for the... Uh, a whole to a lot of people's uh, vacation plans. Yeah. Wow, what a interesting time, you know, Bradley, to uh, graduate college and join the workforce. That's why we, you and I both fought for Trump heavily in 2020, but sadly it didn't work out. Yeah. Looks like we might be headed to an economic recession. Yeah, and you might, you might agree or disagree, but probably agree that uh, we're looking at a recession that's worse than 08. Um, I'm not sure if it's uh, worse than 08, but uh, it looks pretty bad. Yep, it's just affecting us from every direction. And wow, just, and he seems so delusional, Bradley. Can you see his latest speech? And he was like, Oh, enough with the lies. It's not my doing. Like, this guy is just, he's just in another planet. So sad. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. That was, that was funny. Yeah, he was basically all like, uh, enough of, uh, I'm sick of these lies about wasteful spending. We're uh, changing people's lives. They got all angry. Yeah. I had to put the, the sound of President Biden saying those things on the radio. Like, I make my boss's show. I produce it. Henceforth, the, the radio producer. It's just hilarious when uh, yeah. my boss played it on air. He also, like, kind of cringed on how uh, delusional the president is. Yeah, he doesn't take accountability. That's what it is. Yeah, a leader takes accountability, and he's clearly not a leader. Exactly. 
oh, first it's Putin's fault, and now it's our fault. <laughs> He's just pointing fingers at anybody but himself, which it's yeah. something that a leader should not do. Yeah, he's only he only cares about himself. It seems like. Yeah. Oh boy, interesting times, Riley, that we live in. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm in a dystopia sometimes when I think about him being in charge of the of the the most powerful country in the world. <laughs> yeah, which is scary, and in which our、uh, mutual friend, of course, Isaiah. Whom, folks, I nicknamed a nurse, but that's another thing.、Uh, he was right. Like when Biden got first elected, like November, late November, twenty twenty, because as I quote, he said something like, "Imagine waking up every day, knowing that Joe Biden, realizing that Joe Biden is the president." Oh well, this is what they get. Those people who voted for him,、uh, turned off by Trump's rhetoric. Uh, this is what they get. Don't blame us. We voted for Orange Man. We warned y'all, but y'all won't listen. And、uh, I'm sure the people felt the, the those same people felt the same way, but the opposite. Waking up, no realizing Trump was president from 17 to 2021. But、uh, that was different because Donald Trump did make America great again. All Joe Biden had to do was keep the country on autopilot. But nope. He didn't. He just had to take auto, turn autopilot off, and destroy it in front of our eyes. Sadly. Exactly. Oh yeah, Bradley. Um, whenever I get a chance, when I finish the list, I'm actually typing up. A, I had this document in my Google Docs for a while. It's called election endorsements, in which I elect, or I endorse people running for office from. Donald Trump, twenty twenty four to、um, Texas, like Texas elected positions, like the Texas House of Rep, for example. And under that, I made a new separate page called the Republican plan to babysit President Biden. I told my boss about it. He find it funny, and it shows what、uh, Republicans shall do with the power, like. Fighting inflation, fight lowering gas prices, stuff like that, and、um, I, I can, I'm more than welcome. Oh,、well, I'm, I'm willing to show you that sometime. And、uh, it's literally true. It's the plan to babysit Biden because he don't know what the hell he's doing. Right. Now,、uh, Bradley, what do you think about the title, though? Spot on, right? The Republican oh, plan. Oh yeah, very, very spot on, man. <laughs> yeah, as a way to make fun of him, babysit his、yeah. ass. Yeah. Exactly. Yep.、Yeah. And I, as I was gonna say, oh yeah, it's it's true that we gotta do something with that power. We can't just sit around and you know do nothing. Kind of like how、uh, the Speaker Paul Ryan, when Republicans last had majority, literally not much from what I can remember. Bradley,、um, Paul Ryan was just weak Speaker, and that's why how that's how that's why Democrats took back the House. Plus, it was a blue wave year in 2018, and with Speaker Kevin McCarthy, per se, like projected,、um, how do you think we should pressure the House GOP, for example, to use? That power, 
don't just obtain it and do nothing. Oh, um, I guess like write to them, uh, threaten to primary them if they don't uh, support certain legislation, uh, just stuff like that. All right, I guess um, you're right. That's the least that we can do, you know, rally as a as an everyday citizen. Just you know, keep the pressure on with the emails, the phone calls, and letters. Preferably the the the, the first two options, emails and phone calls, because we're not boomers, you know, Bradley. <laughs> with letters. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Lastly, folks, we're almost about to run out of time here. Uh, Bradley, what is your final message regarding Father's Day? Going back to the topic. Well, be sure to, uh, you know, uh, remember to call your dad or, you know, hang out with your dad. Um, and uh, maybe you do the same with your um, your dad's dad or uh, uh, perhaps uh, your grandfather's dad. Um, if you're lucky. Um, uh, and even to those who don't have dads, uh, you know, uh, just, uh, I, I can understand how it's, uh, it can be a tough holiday and, uh, uh, everyone has their own way of, uh, celebrating it. So just, uh, celebrate how you normally do. Well said, Bradley. Um, as I said last year, I believe in Father's Day 2021 episode, which it was me alone talking about my dad and I in uh, detail, regardless of what views you have with your dad, whether it's similar, kind of like Bradley and his father or different, uh, but for example, me and my dad, um, just just enjoy the day with them. Just keep the I was, you don't have to do this, but I would suggest keep the political discussion to a minimum. It's kind of like how you should not talk about politics on Thanksgiving because days like that are just supposed to be meant for unity, and you're just kind of being divisive if if talking about political points it gets out. It can easily you know get out of hand. You know, so uh, just right. keep it to a minimum and enjoy the day with your dad, whether it's in person or by a video call like me. Just find whatever method there is to to uh, enjoy the moment with him for Father's Day. And of those of those of you who know who I know, for example, who became fathers who are kids on their own, congratulations! It's your father's first Father's Day as you being a dad. So regardless whether it's you, regardless, um, enjoy this holiday. Take this time to you know bond with. A uh, child or dad, or you know, just bond with the loved one. So that concludes this week's episode. Next week's episode, forgive me, Riley. I'm a dummy. I forgot what the topic is again, but I'll let you know. And uh, we will talk next week. Talk to you next week. Take care, folks. There you go. We, the people of the United States, to form a more perfect union. Secure the blessings of liberty. Establish the Constitution.